to be launching our Life Advance. And we've got a, a promo that we're about to show. And then Brenton's going to come up, who's our um, the man behind all, all this information. He's going to come up and share about it. But have your phones ready because there's going to be a QR code. And so have your phones ready. Maybe give me till five past. Um, I love this morning that the kids down here, every time the, the name Jesus was mentioned, they were screaming and writing it down. And I thought this was great that they're celebrating every time the name of Jesus. Maybe this is something from Kids Church, I'm not sure. But I thought maybe we could take hold of that. That would be a great initiative for our church. So Jesus is amazing. Someone got it, all right. So this morning as we're launching Life Advance, I want to give you a little bit of background about how we arrived where we are this morning. And over a year ago, we started on this journey of this discipleship journey that, 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 that our church can be involved in growth and discipleship. And of course, we've had a, a great rich heritage in our church of organic discipleship and, and things that have happened in the, in the case of small groups, but we wanted something intentional that was going to grow people and disciple them in this, in this walk with Jesus. And it was incredible how it happened. And I was talking to someone, and, and as I started to have coffees and have lunches with different pastors and different leaders, I started to get an, an appreciation for the fact that discipleship is an incredible, huge animal. And if we do this well, it is literally a game changer because... It's not us about so much us building a big church, but it's actually about us building big people. And this is the whole thrust behind the discipleship program, Life Advance, is that we're developing and equipping people. And I ended up through a, a divine appointment having lunch with Pat Hegarty, who is, is the author of these formation courses that Brenton spoke about. And... This is not, these formation courses are not a brand new thing that have just hit the horizon. They've been tried and tested. And literally thousands of people have gone through these formation courses and seen incredible breakthrough and, and, and transformation. And probably a decade and a half ago, Pat was sitting there pastoring a church with the frustration that people were coming they were coming to Christ, they were growing to a certain extent, and then they would hit a ceiling. Who's ever experienced this before? It's called a growth ceiling. We, hit a growth, we, we, we grow to a certain extent, and then we hit a ceiling of growth. And these formation courses are exactly designed to take us past those growth limitations and to take us further into the plans and purposes that God has for us. So I'm excited about that. This morning, like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly share and, and, and we'll look at some scripture here this morning about discipleship and about the fact that, did you know that God is actually really interested in your growth? He's actually interested that you actually bear fruit. It's not something on the sidelines, it's actually purposeful in the mind of God is that we bear fruit, is that we are fruitful in John 15, verse 16, it says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would bear fruit, 
and that your fruit would last. Colossians 1 verse 10 says, So as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Back to John 15 verse 8, it says, By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. I would like to propose this morning that bearing fruit, being fruitful, growing in 2024 is something that is passionately in the heart of God. He's actually calling us to be fruitful. If you can turn your Bibles this morning to Matthew chapter 13, we're going to look at a parable that Jesus spoke and I'm probably not going to read a lot of it because we're a little bit short on time and I'm sure you'd all love to get stuck into one of Kurt's hot dogs this morning. But here we have this parable that Jesus spoke and it is literally, it's called the parable of the sower, but it's really a parable about spiritual growth. And here Jesus says this parable and he says, hey, the word of God, which is the seed, he says a farmer scatters seed and it lands in four different environments. I encourage you to go away and read the passage. But essentially what he's saying is there's a farmer that scatters seed, it lands in four different environments. And depending on the environment that it lands in actually depends about how fruitful that seed is. And then he goes on in verse 18 and gives us, it says here, I'll I'll read this part. It says, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown among the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding some 160 or 30 times what was sown. It's interesting as we look at this parable that how many know that the most important, the most powerful thing in the universe is the word of God? Has anyone got their Bibles here this morning? Yep, I can see some. This is one of the most powerful things in the universe, the Word of God, the written Word of God. And And here Jesus is saying, this such powerful thing, if it's in the right environment, will grow even up to 100 times what was sown. However, if it's in the wrong environment, it produces nothing. Let me say that again. One of the most powerful things in the universe, the Word of God, if it's in the wrong environment, can actually produce nothing. 
And so the question for us is this morning is, what is our responsibility? Our responsibility is not to change the Word of God, but our responsibility is to create environments, is to create soil where when the Word of God lands in our hearts, it produces an incredible harvest. It is multiplied. There's four conditions of the soil. The first one, it says here that in, in verse 19, it says, When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the first condition of our hearts, is this hard soil. And it's not just a hardness of heart, but it's actually, this, this word understanding is interesting here. Because it says, when anyone hears the message of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches what was sown in their heart. This word understand in the original language means more than just a theoretical knowledge. But in the original language, this word understand actually means, it's a, it's a theoretical knowledge, but it's accompanied by practical expression. Let me say that again. It's not just a theoretical understanding, but it's actually accompanied, it's actually followed by a practical expression. I'll give you an example. If you're reading the Word of God and all of a sudden you're struck by the privilege it is to be generous, and maybe you don't understand, it's like, hang on, the Lord's calling me to be generous, which means I give something away, but society tells me if I want to get rich, I've got to gather as much as I can. How many know that's an interesting concept to wrap your head around? So maybe you read this in Scripture, how, the, how, how kingdom finances works, and it doesn't make any sense to you. You don't have full understanding. Well, the greatest way to... to, to the greatest way to ensure that that seed that is still on the surface of your soil does not get snatched by the enemy is to have practical expression. So what that means is we open our wallet and we give generously. That moment we give something practical expression means that that seed, that revelation word of God gets pushed down into the soil out of reach of the enemy that would want to come and take it away from us. Is this making sense? This whole life advance was designed around practical expressions. When I sat over a year ago and sat with Pat Hegarty and talked about the formation courses, the whole thing was not just reading the Bible, not just understanding how it applies to our life, but having practical application for what we're reading. As you engage in these formation courses, as you engage in life advance, you are going to be pushed into actually applying the Word of God practically into your life. How many know that growth and comfort don't coexist? We actually have to stretch ourselves. We actually have to push ourselves. I don't know about you, but when I read the Word of God, it stretches and pushes me in ways that I cannot understand. And this is what life advance will do. The second type of soil we read here is, 
it says in verse 20, the seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they only last a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. I would like to propose this morning that as much as we value Sunday services, it's not enough. If you want to go deep into the things of God, you need to have more than just a Sunday sermon, a Sunday worship experience, a Sunday gathering. We need to, and this is exactly what Life Advance does. It actually is an intentional way that we actually grow in community. It's in a small group setting. We will come, as Brendan said, and gather together as a large family, and then we'll break off on the Monday night and actually do life together in an intentional way. Maybe you're here and you're like, hey, well, I don't, why do I need to let my roots go down deep? If you're here and you're alive in this time of the earth, God has called you for such a time as this. I really believe that the way that things are accelerating in the world is He has called us. If you're breathing right now, He has a plan and purpose for your life and you need to be in an environment where your roots would go down deep so that when the struggles, when the circumstances of life come, there'll be something of a foundation built in you. That's the second type of soil. The third type of soil is the thorny environment. Here it says, but when the... the uh, verse 22... The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, choke the word, making it unfruitful. Who's ever done gardening? I don't know about you, but every time I clear a patch of dirt, I prepare a a patch of ground, I remove the grass, I remove the foreign material, I get something ready, It's a beautiful patch of dirt. How many know that it's like someone invites every weed from the neighborhood into my nicely prepared dirt? It's interesting that weeds grow all by themselves. And here in this parable, in this condition of the heart, Jesus is saying, hey, I've got my word, which is a seed, but there's also other seeds that compete for the Word of God. Here we have this most powerful thing, the revelation Word of God that is implanted in our hearts. But alongside this, there's other competing seeds. How many know that the other seeds will compete for nutrients, for water, and for sunlight? Life advance once again, is a place where it's an intentional gardening place. You will come in, and how many know that you, I'm sure you've you've experienced this before, where you've had struggles in life, and all of a sudden you come into a small group, into community. Brenton shared about this vulnerability, authenticity, in a safe place, and all of a sudden someone will say, hey, I see this in your life. If you remove this, this is going to help you grow. I've experienced this before, where people who can see into my life can make comment 
and actually help remove those things that are competing for the very promises and the very Word of God over my life. This is this third state of environment. And Life Advance will intentionally help you remove weeds through the power of the Holy Spirit and through others. This is a place where your gardening will go to a new level. In isolation, we oftentimes have thorns and weeds growing in our garden. We don't have a clue what's going on. All we know is we keep hitting a ceiling in growth. This is a place that's vulnerable. It's authentic in a safe place where you can come and allow the Holy Spirit in the context of community to remove those weeds out of your life. And the last soil spoke about in this parable is the good soil. How many know that healthy people are hungry people? Healthy people are hungry people. When my kids are sick, they lose their appetite. That's the first thing. Oftentimes we're sitting here before they're about to manifest a bug of some sort and they're sitting there and all of a sudden they don't want to eat dinner. It's like, hey, something's wrong because a healthy child will have an appetite. Healthy people are hungry people. I want to leave you with this final thought. In quantum physics, and I know 90% of you guys just turned off. You're like, are we seriously going to finish on this note? Can we just go have a hot dog? <laughs> but in quantum physics, it describes how a particle of matter explosively leaps from one space to the next. Anyone still with me? And therefore, we get the term quantum leaps. Quantum leaps actually reject the notion that all progress and all growth has to be incremental or linear. In 2024, I believe that this is going to be a year of unprecedented, exponential, accelerated growth. It's going to be a quantum leap. You may say to me, hey Ben, but we, we see that we're meant to follow Jesus faithfully and and everything has steps. Yes, I agree in that. But oftentimes we see Jesus when he in, interacted with people all through the Gospels. We see a person who has an issue for 12 years. They've gone all to the doctors. They've gone to all solutions. And in 12 seconds, they're healed. And so as much as we embrace process, and this is a process, I believe that it's going to be exponential growth as we engage and as we buy into life advance. As we finish up now, I want to encourage you, every time you come into the auditorium, um, over the next couple of weeks, this sign's going to be here. I want to encourage you that as you come in and your eyes hit this sign, life advance, I want to encourage you that this is your ticket to accelerated growth in 2024. I want to encourage you that as you come, maybe it's during worship, maybe it's because you've come early, maybe you're coming cleaning the building, whatever context you find yourself in here and your eyes hit this sign, I want you to be excited and it's your invitation to grow 
in unprecedented, exponential, accelerated ways. If you are willing to accept it, I believe God's going to do incredible things as we, like Brendan says, as a family, go on this step together. It's exciting. So what do you need to do? It's simple. Just sign up. 